0: This episode is supported by E.D. Wine Company. If you're located in the GTA, Hamilton, Kitchener, or Guelph, you need to check out E.D. Wine Company. Sommelier Elizabeth Davies curates four wines for you and delivers them right to your door. Each bottle comes hand-wrapped with tasting notes about what you're sipping. It's an approachable way to explore the world of wine and helps you learn a thing or two along the way. Go check them out on Instagram at edwineco, or go to edwine.ca to sign up for either a monthly delivery, like Shane and I get, or just a single wine package. Whatever works best for you. When you sign up, make sure to use the promo code ThisFamilyTree10 to get 10% off. Again, that's edwine.ca and ThisFamilyTree10. But Alex. Yeah, Shane.
1: Should we begin date night?
0: Let's do it. Hello, everybody. I'm Alex, and I'm here with my husband, Shane.
1: I feel like I'm looking good.
0: (laughs) And I stink like butts?
1: But we're gonna proceed anyway.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. What'd you think of that one? Well,
0: don't we got to say welcome to date night?
1: Welcome to date night.
0: Shane, thank you for that lovely intro.
1: Thank you. I decided to go with a little absurdist comedy, thinking you'd appreciate it a little bit more, but you didn't.
0: Well, after a very, you know, a, a weekend away, where we're, a weekend away where we were reconnecting and really appreciating. And really...
1: (laughs) I'm keeping all those things. You know what
0: it is? It's because this is the first date night where I really haven't had any wine yet. So I'm a little off my game.
1: Well, you, would, sorry, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Would you say this is the least date nighty date night we've had?
0: Oh, we'll get into it. But okay. before we get into it, let's start this off. So Shane, we have popped open a bottle of wine from our Edie Wine subscription, and we are going to try to guess the tasting notes that Elizabeth Davies' the sommelier gives us with each bottle. So we are drinking Bodegas Comenje Beberius 2019. We're no good, but we're getting better. So okay. let's do it. <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> I just sniffed the mic again. Oh, yeah. That is my wine, yeah. See, the structure of the wine, it, it seems pretty fruity. The structure of the wine, I think, hits me more than the actual flavor.
1: It seems very fruity.
0: All right. And I will say, take a look at it, Shane. In the light, it is Dark this as is heck. The deepest, Gosh, I'm gonna this hold it
1: right the up to light. This is the deepest purple we've ever had.
0: Like it is so opaque that I can't see my finger through the glass when I hold it up to the light. All mm-hmm. right, so with the color, I'm saying dark cherry, currant, and blackberry.
1: I like that. Yeah. All right. Let's let's have a
0: So let's explore the region of Ribera del Duero, shall we? Located in Castilla y León in northern central Spain. This wine region is continuing to challenge Rioja with its importance and prestige in the nation. Try this 100% Tempranillo and you'll get a glimpse of the magic that they are producing. There is so much going on in your glass. Dark cherry, raspberry, two out of two so far, blueberry, did not say that, Represent your fruit.
1: I don't recall you saying raspberry.
0: I said dark cherry and raspberry, I thought. No. Or I said blackberry. Yeah. Mm. This wine spent some time aging in oak, which you can taste, resulting in vanilla, dark chocolate, and a slight touch of caramel. Ooh, all those things make me so hungry to take another sip. The tannins are a standout here. There's also a nice herbal component, thyme and rosemary. All of these ripe fruit flavors and complexities are wrapped up with fresh acidity. This wine is going to be beautiful for one of those sneaky spring days that inspire you to grill up some burgers. Well, we didn't grill up any burgers, but this is a sneaky spring day. It's been beautiful out, and I feel like we're having a sneaky date night.
1: But we did eat about five meatballs each tonight. We did. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Normally, we have a nice dinner. We get some takeout that's a little bit pricey. But uh, we've been celebrating for pretty much one month straight. I feel, oh my like, I feel gosh. like every night's been a date night for the last three weeks.
0: Yeah, no, it feels like that. And honestly, as much as I'm loving this wine, I think this was the hardest it's ever been to get excited about opening a bottle of wine and doing a tasting. I agree.
1: You know how there's like the cliche thing that a woman celebrates her birthday for like a month. Do you think you've somehow fallen into that?
0: Shane, we didn't celebrate for a month. We sell. We went away for my birthday last. What was it? Last yeah, this isn't like an angry Saturday.
1: thing. This is just a question. I'm just saying. Well, no, not to elicit anger. No,
0: I'm just saying we celebrated Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and then yesterday when we came home, there was a little celebration at home waiting for us.
1: Yeah, that was that, okay. So that's about a week, and then before that, we were at the cottage for two weeks. Yeah,
0: but not celebrating birthday. That was just like hanging.
1: It was like a pre-birthday. It was like a pre-drink to the no, birthday.
0: pre-drink <laughs> to the birthday. No, that was you and I getting away a little bit. That had nothing to do with birthday.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. It was just like... So I
1: could have been myself and a little bit more, I don't know, what? demanding of you?
0: Get out of here. No. And I think that however we were both acting at the cottage and when we were away on our little trip is how we need to continue acting because I have been feeling so good and so like extra in love with you lately.
1: Wow. What, what have I been doing, you think?
0: I don't know. You've been maybe a little funnier. What? Maybe a little uh, sweeter. Not not kinder or nicer, but sweeter. Because you're always like kind, but your sweetness levels have been right up.
1: Define sweetness.
0: mm. I think the way you say things, the little things you do, just inconsequential things like going out of your way, even a little bit more for me. Mm -hmm because you always do to a degree, but I just think it's all been ramped up lately and I've, I really like it.
1: Aside from today, you said I was short with you all day.
0: No, well, today you were. Was today. I?
1: I? I said one thing and then you just took it and ran with it.
0: No, because I hadn't been telling you the other instances throughout the day that you seemed like you were being short and then when you said that one thing, I was like, all right, you know, this is, this is enough here. And I think it's because you had to film a TikTok video and you were nervous about it.
1: Oh, I was not nervous at all. <laughs>
0: I think you are.
1: Oh, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't even thinking about the TikTok at that moment.
0: Well, you seem stressed. I was attributing it to the TikTok, but you seem stressed.
1: Okay. Well, I know it's date night here and I hate to have a little fight on the mic, but really what was stressing you out and you revealed it to me that we had a closet person here and you were in the throes of dealing (laughs) with organizing our closet and I had no clue that that really stressed you out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to deal with this woman and like she can't come in the house because of the restrictions and I don't want her in the house because of the restrictions and she said they could make custom closets but really nothing is customized and she wanted to charge me exorbitant amounts of money that I can't afford and don't want to afford it. It was hellish, but it's over now, and I am so happy.
1: You called her out of the closet and revealed her lies about her closet. It's uh, true, yeah.
0: but her closet business.
1: That's really the truth of it, right? Like, you were stressed about that because instantly, 10 minutes later, you were like the nicest person again.
0: <laughs> so now you're saying I was short?
1: No, I'm saying you called me short because mm. you were mirroring the way you felt. All right. Uh, But let's get into date night. This this isn't what it's about, you know, bickering. That's what the regular episodes are for.
0: I got to say, the wine is already making me feel a little bit more chill.
1: Oh, good. Mm -hmm. So my first question is, do date nights need to be earned? What do you mean? I mean, so we have a set date night. Every week it's Wednesday night. But let's say you have a great night friday saturday sunday monday tuesday and you're not really feeling the date night on wednesday Mm -hmm. should you still have it anyway to stick to your routine and keep that muscle going or do they need to be earned what i mean is you're abstaining from maybe having lavish dinners or alcohol Mm -hmm. and then but what by the time wednesday happens you're like yeah it's time for date night
0: all right so i feel both sides of the coin here so We have been eating so much and so like you said lavishly like we have been eating like kings in you know 18th century friggin' France or something and I am so full like I'm just so full and it's so hard to eat fancy foods right now eat rich foods. I was happy that we didn't do elaborate dinner tonight. And we had Nona's meatballs, which are amazing. And you know, the wine was tough, but now I'm finally getting into it. The thing is, I think that yes, you should definitely still keep the date night because then when do you draw the line on, oh, we've had a couple nice times this week. You know, we don't need a date night. And isn't the goal to make as many nights as you can lovely and memorable and wonderful, even if it's just so easy. So I think in this situation, date night becomes what a regular night would be in a sense. It's like maybe you... Make something a little healthier, a little lighter, and just do the opposite of what you are feeling that you need a break from. Because I think when it comes down to it, date night is about like getting a break from the doldrums of life, right? So for us, usually that would be eating not fancy meals, like eating simpler meals, not drinking alcohol. We do all that on date night. But, you know, I think that we could have easily done a super simple dinner tonight like we did. Water in champagne glasses instead of alcohol and then it forces us to kind of be creative and you know keep the date night up but just put a creative spin on it what do you think
1: yeah i think keep keep the schedule keep yeah. it just because it's like working out when you don't want to you you do it and you create the habit and before you, you know what the habits a routine and before you know it you're a buff man
0: yeah and we're still gonna get smoochy later <laughs>
1: why do you make sure did you think i was going to try to weasel out of it
0: Well, because if Smoochie has been our M.O. lately, because we've been so, you know, like kids in the throes of new romance lately again, uh, that is the one way in which I would not like to revert back for this single day night.
1: Speaking of Smoochie, if you could only kiss for the rest of your life or hug for the rest of your life, what would you take?
0: You're going to be shocked by this, but I'm going to say hug.
1: I'm not shocked at all
0: what i I thought you would think that i would want to smooch forever
1: yeah but it would only you with me maybe you would but knowing that (laughs) you'd have to do it with your parents too Oh,
0: you mean with other people not just you yeah oh because i even meant with you i'd rather hug forever Mm -hmm. because hugging you do that like i think of how many times in the day that i need a hug and i just go up to you and i say shane I, i need a hug right now and you give me a big hug and like that happens what like five times a day i think I'll just go up and hug you but that I do that because like I need the hug in that moment right but I don't need the kisses that many times So you
1: could live the rest of your life without my lips touching yours
0: (laughs) well I couldn't live the rest of my life without embracing in a hug because it's so much more than hugging it's cuddling at bedtime it's snuggling on the couch it's all of that like hugs are like the f word you know how like the f word is so um What's the word I'm looking for? You can use it in so many different situations. It can be an adjective, a noun, and everything. you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, a hug is like that. It is so multipurpose
1: That's a beautiful analogy <laughs> <laughs> now, now, what if it was kissing? Mm-hmm. like you had to choose kissing, but you could it had to be tongue every time. Would you still kiss your parents? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> You're so See, weird. The
1: problem is, I had this joke pre, pre-planned because <laughs> yes, part of me did think you were going to say kissing, so I was going to like up the ante and be like, "What if it had to be tongue?" But right. then you ruined my big laugh mm, here. So I had sorry
0: to... for being mysterious and full of surprises.
1: Get out of here. What you would you choose? You what would you mysterious. choose? I would choose hugs because mm. yeah, I just don't want to French my dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> despite that dream you told me about okay. from seventh grade
1: I that wasn't a dream that was a fantasy no I'm kidding. <laughs> obviously this is ridiculous <laughs> what am I doing um okay uh, <laughs> do you know what podcast is really weird these
0: date night
1: ones okay what's one thing about you that you'd never mention on a first date
0: one thing I mentioned about me that I've never no, mentioned.
1: No, no. What's one thing about you Yeah. that you'd never mention on a first date?
0: Yeah, that's what I said. What's one thing about me that I've never mentioned on a first date?
1: No, that you would never mention.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Because I'm sure there's things you haven't mentioned on a first date that you don't give a shit if they get out or not. Yeah. Like what's something that maybe you would tell me eventually, but you would never tell me on a first date? I'm not saying like oh, your deepest maybe- secret.
0: Yeah, maybe I'd say for the second date or not the second, maybe the third date that uh you know just like about my dating history that I was kind of cheaty at one point, something like that. Because I told me think, second date. Yeah. yeah, I think that's appropriate for a second date, especially because we knew that we were in it with each mm-hmm. other, you know. So that conversation kind of needed to happen because you don't want something like that to just arise in conversation later even if it was 15 years ago and it means nothing and whatever and people do change
1: well i remember we were waiting for wings on our second date and then you just went i'm kind of cheaty
0: i didn't say no. that <laughs> <I'm kinda laughs> and we also cheating.
1: didn't have wings on our second date.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but i i think that it is something to that's important to bring up and to take ownership being cheaty for. Yeah. But if and, you're not cheaty though. No, but you were, if you were, and I, I think it's something they need to be accountable for and you Cheaty know.
1: makes it sound so cute too. If I was, I was to bring cheap. it up i would be like I was cheaty and I'd get my finger and I'd like put it on my lips.
0: I also yeah. I I'd, was naughty. I, I, <laughs> I don't think that's how I broached it. I probably broached it much differently. But yeah, that's something that I wouldn't say on a first date, but that I do think is necessary to talk about, especially if you are all in like we were.
1: Okay. Wait, what about you? What?
0: I want to know what you wouldn't say on a first date.
1: Well, cheaty's good. Like, hey, <laughs> first date, you don't want to mention cheaty. Unless it just goes there. In which case, I, I might mention that. First date... I was gonna say that I get stress, sweat, really stinky, but <laughs> I'm actually not scared about that.
0: What if you were stress, sweating on the first date and you had to mention it, right?
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. There's nothing is my answer.
0: Well, childhood stuff? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I'd get into that 100% and I have.
0: Okay. What about uh, your own faults? Like, would you get into like your own faults, like maybe being very anxious, things like that? 100%. Hmm. And cheating? you said you might bring up?
1: Cheaty was a good one because that would be probably a lesser thing I would bring up. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I would still bring it up. Nothing's off, out of bounds for me.
0: All right. There you go.
1: Okay. Th- keep in mind, I got this qu- question. <laughs> a lot of these questions, I, I scour the internet. I do pretty extensively. But this one, I got from what to ask a friend. And I'm assuming it was like two girlfriends. Okay interesting question but I so thought wait,
0: wait, what do you type in to look for these questions
1: everything I, I get them from a million forums I'm in message boards I'm, and I just cherry pick okay but this one's obviously for two girls to ask each other probably teenage girls okay <laughs> if I started dressing exactly like you even trying to wear the same outfit every day and then started talking and acting like you what would you say to me
0: funny so this like not even teenage girls i remember in elementary school shane my like best friends and my best friend group if there were like four of us if one of us came to school with something similar to whatever the other one was wearing the day before <laughs> like anything it could have been a side ponytail like something so stupid then all the girls in the group would be like "Ooh, why are you copying so and so why are you copying bethany and bethany would be like uh, are you copying me? I did this yesterday. I did the side pony yesterday. And then it would be like this horrific thing and you couldn't live it down and like you'd spend all day sweating and like wanting to go home and like crying in the bathroom. Just, you know.
1: Oh man, this just <laughs> brought back so many memories. Did or, that
0: happen to you just, with copying?
1: Oh, co- in mean. a In a different way though. Like, okay, so in grade eight, you're king of the castle, right? Mm-hmm. You're the coolest. You can do anything. And I thought it was cool when with your best friend because you share similar tastes, to dress exactly like them, <laughs> and I thought in high school it would be very cool yeah. if me and my best friend Steve dressed <laughs> identical. So we went to the mall, and my mom was very generous with giving me money to buy any outfit I wanted for the first day of school. So I bought this baby blue Nike. It was like a shooting shirt, like you know, you play basketball, yeah. so you know, like the the warm up shirts. But it was really nice. It was a, a North Carolina shirt, Nike. It was like a hundred. $14.99 at Foot Locker.
0: Well, with inflation now, it'd be up to 100. dollars Yeah, it was
1: so expensive. And these white tearaways, these amazing white tearaways. And tearaways were like at the pinnacle of popularity. Tearaways were
0: huge. I love tearaways. So
1: they were 99 bucks. So this mm-hmm. outfit's expensive. Then I got $250 shoes. Ooh. And I made my friend Steve wear the exact same outfit. <laughs> this, is <a> fl- <laughs> this is a flashy outfit to be wearing. So... <laughs> <laughs> We walked into school confidently, instantly. The second someone looked at me, I just knew I made a terrible mistake. And here, Steve was bigger than me and looked cooler. I looked so prepubescent, so instantly. I won't even—I can't even repeat the names I was called because the times have changed. But I was chased down the hallways.
0: You were not.
1: I was chased. I Aww. had to hide in bathrooms. Aww. They waited for me. Steve was fine. Because he looked cooler oh, than. So they picked the lesser cool person to uh, harass. I, I had to learn the, the tough way that that's not cool.
0: That is so hard. See, in elementary school, copying like your best friend, if it's planned, is amazing yes. and it is cool. Yes. And then you show up and you're like a part of a little club that only you two discussed on the phone the night before and it's like all special. But then, you know, you do that in high school, no bueno. You do it unintentionally, no bueno, not good so there's
1: <laughs> i'm learning languages here you get into when you drink wine you get into this like no bueno muchachos type way
0: well sorry sheen i've literally had two sips of wine like i said this is the least wine i've ever had on a date night that's an embarrassing story i feel for you
1: oh thanks and that's
0: a hilarious outfit and i do want to see a photo because i'm sure your mom has one somewhere
1: oh i wore it to picture day
0: amazing yeah Amazing. But
1: without the tearaways, I just, the the, the top <laughs> was so awesome. I love it. Okay. If I have good news and bad news to share, which do you want to hear first and why?
0: Good news. Give me the good news. Let me get a little high and then I can brace myself better for the bad news. Because then it's like, okay, well, regardless of what the bad news is, I still have that good little thing to hold on to and that's already in my mind. So it's like if you, if I'm like at an even plane at baseline, you tell me bad news. I might sink real low and then the good news might only bring me up a little bit. But then I feel if I get the good news first, I'll go way up. And then when you tell me the bad, I'm already up here. So it's like the bad news might only bring me a little bit below the baseline.
1: Oh, I'm the exact opposite. Really? See, I don't want I feel like if I get too high with the good news, I'll come crashing down.
0: Oh, not me. I'd be like, oh, oh that that sucks. That's awful. But we got this, you know?
1: So if it was like good news, bad news, honey, and it was like, what is it? It's like Mom survived the car crash.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're like, yay. <laughs> and it's like, but. And then you're like, oh, no. And then you you know, you just get terrible news.
0: Well, don't do it in that segment. Be like, hey, honey, we won a million dollars, but we owe $1.5 to the tax people. And then I'll be like, well, at least a million was covered.
1: That wouldn't. Oh, that'd be a terrible ride.
0: Kids, <laughs>
1: we've won a million dollars. Yes, oh, my goodness. Well, Let's a- go to Disney World. Wait. There's bad news. We owe 500000 and we have to move.
0: Dad, no, I hate you. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. You can't have the beat in the middle. You have to say it in one fell swoop. The good news and the bad news, but still good news first. Because then if you have that moment of being like, but things can change, then the hearts sink and everything like that. You know? No,
1: but the, the question is predicated on you get one first.
0: Yeah, but you tell the second one quickly after. It It doesn't have to be like a million
1: dollar one is the worst because that would be the worst possible way. Hey, everyone, we've won a million dollars, but we owe one point five million. Yeah. There's no good news there.
0: Yeah. Then it's like, oh, well, it's like we only owe point five million. (laughs)
1: If I was was the dad, I would just do the math. Hey, everyone, we've lost five hundred thousand dollars. I wouldn't take anyone on that ride.
0: Well, then it's just fun to tell people that we won the million dollars out of nowhere. And that was kind of fun, even though we didn't get to experience it.
1: So it's like those casino people who they think they've won money, even though they come home (laughs) with nothing.
0: Yeah, maybe. Okay, wait. But Shane, are you a half glass, half full or half glass empty type person?
1: I think half full. Oh. You think I'm going to say half empty. I thought so. No, I'm totally an optimist. In fact, here's a weird twist on you you're a glass half empty person a lot of time
0: i don't think so not in general maybe in some situations but oh, generally I'll, speaking i'll come
1: to you i'll be like oh we're gonna do this with the pod and then we're gonna be huge and if we just stick to it we're gonna be making <laughs> this much money a month and you were like hmm yeah bacon flipping no no positive reaction sorry
0: bake i'm flipping bacon in this scenario this is a
1: true story you have bacon <laughs> When I was excited about the pod, telling you all these ideas and guests and sponsorships, and you looked at me like it was the most ridiculous pie-in-the-sky idea of all time.
0: Shane, I don't even remember the last time we had bacon. How long have you been holding on to this? We used
1: to buy bacon beginning of the pandemic all the time.
0: So you've been holding on to this for a year?
1: The bacon? There's some in the freezer still. (laughs) I don't know. It it can last months. (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean holding on to it we're asking questions no
0: but like holding on to the uh me being a cynicist
1: well i don't know have you been holding on to me being a cynicist because you thought i was going to be a glass half empty person i
0: thought you were going to say that but no (laughs) let's
1: say you're heading out Mm -hmm. and i tell you there will be a surprise waiting for you when you get back okay what do you want that surprise to be in the back of your mind
0: what do I want that surprise to be?
1: Let's say you show up and there's flowers there. Like I, I say, honey, when you come back, I got a surprise for you, and nothing's different except flowers. <laughs> to me, I would be almost mad if I come home. There's just flowers, and everything else is the same. I would not give a shit. But to you, would you care?
0: I love getting flowers. I love it.
1: But as in in addition well, to if you, something else. If
0: you no no, no I love getting flowers for on nothing. Their own, right. Yeah. Like if you showed up and you're like, Alex, here, and you gave me some flowers, that would be the sweetest gesture.
1: But what if I told you there's but if going you, to if be you a were, surprise?
0: If you were making a big deal about it and making a point to say, honey, there's going to be a surprise waiting for you when you get home. I'm expecting more than flowers because you're taking the time to make a point.
1: Okay, you walk in the door, no flowers. Right. Just me, shirtless, wearing a bow tie.
0: That's kind of what I would be expecting anyway
1: really you think that would be in what i would do what in our no past no no indicate- not not
0: that you would do that but if you made a point of saying alex there's gonna be surprised waiting for you when you get home i think that you're gonna do something like for me like in my love language so i kind of had the feeling that it would be something like that like you in a bow tie with a shirt with no shirt on like sitting on the couch with the flowers wow yeah
1: but what would you actually want
0: You shirtless on the couch in a bow tie with the flowers. No,
1: no. Seriously. No, I'm not kidding. Okay. If I didn't suggest that, what would you say?
0: (laughs) You in a kilt on the couch with some flowers.
1: I wish I never said that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't suggest the thing because you'll go along with anything.
0: No, I I really do. Okay. So, you know, if I was like heading out during the day or something, then maybe you got a surprise for me. I come home and you have like done something totally out of character. So... You made dinner instead of ordering it. Like you put in some time and you put in the love to pick out a recipe. You made dinner. You had this whole, you know, nice meal set up or something. And then the shirtless, the kilt, and the flowers thing.
1: Man, that would be a nightmare surprise.
0: That would be a nightmare surprise for you. And you wouldn't be able to enjoy it because you'd be so wound up with stress.
1: And the meal would just be so terrible.
0: No, but it's a thought that goes into it. And it's kind of fun even if it's bad. But what? what about you? If I told you, Shane... When you come home, there's going to be a surprise.
1: I would instantly think, "Oh, somehow she's figured out a way to get a fireplace." I'm going to come <laughs> home, and there's going to be because I love the idea of us having a fireplace, and there's going to be a fireplace there, and we're going to have like drinks by it and just a fun night.
0: Because see, we have a fireplace, that like a, a bat real, flew like out a wood. Of. <laughs> yeah. We have a wood burning fireplace. Our house is like 115 years old. It was built by somebody's grandpa. How do you know it was
1: someone's grandpa?
0: Because we know the history. We're only the third family that's lived in this house. Like I know everybody who's lived in here. I have this all on a sheet of paper.
1: So the person was a grandpa when they built it, or they eventually became a grandpa. I
0: guess he became a grandpa. Okay,
1: so, uh, (laughs) so I would hate like if I built a house at my age right now, and then I eventually become a grandpa, and they're like, yeah, some grandpa made this place. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: well he became a grandpa but uh anyway this old guy made or this young <laughs> this young guy at the time in this house there's a beautiful brick fireplace in our living room but it just hasn't been maintained well for the last like 50 years so the first summer that shay and i owned this place we're sitting on the couch watching a movie what were we watching i usually and remember
1: at this time we it was called game night it was with yes. jason bateman so we had never watched a movie downstairs because we had a projector upstairs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we decided to do something different and watch a movie downstairs. We, we're like, let's have a drink, be on our couch. And for the first time ever, we're going to watch a movie. So we picked a game night. And then all of a sudden, a bat flies <laughs> out of the hole where like the fireplace would be. And starts flying around. And I'm not sure if anyone's seen the spider prank video where I freak out thinking there's a spider on me. But I am freaked out by bats i run out of the house and just leave alex alone on the couch and
0: lucy's sleeping upstairs in her bedroom and like
1: and you're like what do we do what do we do i'm like just leave the door open it'll fly out <laughs> but sure enough the bat it was bumping around a little bit mm-hmm. and then it flew out
0: it was trying to find how to get out like it didn't want to be in here i don't think but it was really cute do you remember it kind of sat on the top of our door and its little arms were like hanging over the door and he was just kind of poking his head around he was adorable and if you know bats weren't responsible for this whole covid mess i'd have a little more love for them but like he was so cute and then he finally flew away and ever since then we still have not gotten it properly fixed but we shoved a bunch of towels up there yeah <laughs> they still there
1: well and then after we <laughs> shoved the towels up there was this rotting like smell
0: you know when we were about to call somebody to get taken care of it was just gone it's i don't know what that case. means but yeah you know, it means by
1: the time you finally get around to doing it it's gone
0: yeah but we need to get this situation fixed we need a gas fireplace or an electric fireplace or something to make this room cozy and to take care of the uh the bat problem i'd say
1: here's why i don't take the towels out i'm scared if i take it out there's going to be all these bat skeletons
0: do you have that nightmare too okay i think if we take it down maybe there will be one bat skeleton i don't think there's gonna be all because shane like they can still get in and out through the top of the chimney
1: okay after i see one bat skeleton it doesn't matter if there's four more i'm not like ooh, only one bat skeleton
0: (laughs) see i'm i'm nervous that a live bat is gonna come through so like i i don't know what to do and i don't know how to even go about fixing this so if any of the listeners here know about chimneys and bats and what to do in this situation please reach out tell us
1: if you were to pull the towel out would and saw a bat skeleton would that freak you
0: out oh shane i'd be screaming
1: if you saw two bat skeletons oh shane
0: you- don't no, 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 no i'm like. It's, oh, it's giving me a physical reaction.
1: Two I'm bat feeling... skeletons, it's weird that that freaks you up more than one bat skeleton. No, just
0: thinking about bats, bat skeletons is like actually like making me Yeah, uh, I'm the queasy. same way.
1: I just wondered if more made you worse.
0: No, it's making me queasy.
1: Okay. We're the same then. Okay. If you had the chance to play a role in a movie with one of your favorite actors, but it involved a kissing scene, would you say yes, or would you rather just sit down with this actor and chat for half an hour over coffee?
0: So... Uh, would I rather kiss my favorite actor or just talk to them for half an hour? Yeah. Maybe we do the kissing scene. Keep
1: in mind we're married with two children.
0: Mm, That might cause some problems. Not for me. Do what you will. Baloney. And out of respect for you and to win your respect for the rest of my life, I would say, I'm sorry, Sam Hewen. I love my husband. Let's sit down for a cup of coffee. Hmm. And then you'd be like so in awe of my restraint and self-control that uh you just I get you under my thumb forever yeah and I'd be like Shane I turned down Sam Hewen for you and then I that would be my excuse for different things
1: yeah I'd be like Pam Anderson circa 1990 let's make this kiss really quick so we have a
0: time machine in this too
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) no I would kiss Pam Anderson now
0: all right so you're choosing to kiss instead of the coffee
1: Do you get more time with them with the coffee than the kiss?
0: Yeah, you get a half hour.
1: The way you kiss though, the
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'd never come home.
1: Yeah, but would you allow like present day Pam Anderson to give me a kiss in a film?
0: I'd allow it, but I would not be happy and I would hope that you'd turn down the role unless it was like life changing money. Okay. That's why I couldn't date actors.
1: You get a million bucks, but you have to eat a bag of chips every night. i made this question up.
0: (laughs) honestly if you asked me this last week i would be like heck yeah but now coming from a weekend where we ate like crap for three days straight just rich foods junk foods everything and we drank lots it is so hard right now to eat crappy food or like junk food so no it's not worth it like this is three days and i feel like hell
1: who's your hall pass but same sex
0: no hall passes i think we've been over this same sex do we have a time machine
1: yeah, I'm open to it.
0: Well, you know what? Maybe I don't even care. Maybe I don't even care what age this person is, but Jane Fonda. Like, I would say, like, cat blue Jane Fonda, but it doesn't really matter.
1: I feel like Timothy Chalamet could be fun.
0: <laughs> 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 All right, Timothy Chalamet.
1: Maybe it's because we just watched his SNL, but I don't know.
0: What, Timothy Chalamet or Harry Styles?
1: I like Chalamet.
0: Oh, okay. What, you don't like the Harry vibes? No. Really?
1: Like, I'm not, not against him, but it's just he doesn't do it for me in the way that uh, Timothy would.
0: <laughs> Understood.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just saying if I have to choose, like, both would be fine. And I can't have both, right?
0: No, no. Okay.
1: If you had to get a tattoo, where would you get it and where would it go? Now, keep in mind, you do have a backsplash already.
0: A backsplash? Okay, you know what? Because. I was actually just telling you the other day, I don't want any more tattoos. But if I was to get another one, I'd probably get it on the side, on my ribcage, because it's just easily hideable. Like, Would right- you get
1: like writing?
0: No, I don't know. Whatever I would get, though, it would go there.
1: Okay, you can only pick one. You have to have your tattoo removed, or you have to add a tattoo.
0: Add one, and I'll do one for the girls in the sneaky ribcage spot.
1: The girls being our daughters.
0: Hmm. I love figuring out your tattoos. See, I have so much fun. With your tattoos, because you have so many now and that it really doesn't matter. And uh, it's just like, I feel like I'm living vicariously through you with the tats.
1: I'm excited to cover up my ankh.
0: I'm excited for you to cover so up your onk. I
1: promised my sister that we would get matching tattoos. And she chose, unfortunately, an onk, which I don't love the design of an onk. But she got hers like the size of, I don't know what, a thumbtack? And mine mm-hmm. is massive. So it looks very silly. I look overly like I look like a, a type of person that I'm not. Not that anything is wrong with a well, person who has an onk. It's just not me. It's not fitting of me.
0: The thing is, too, it's like the onk symbol has a lot of meaning for certain people, I think. But it's like, yeah, we don't I mean. even know what it means. It's not fitting. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm going to get it, I think, replaced w- with a mermaid.
0: I like that. See, now, I'm so game for that and I cannot wait. Should the mermaid wait.
1: be topless? No. Okay. <laughs> Has anyone ever mistaken you for someone else? And here's a weird addition to this question that I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. And did they do something either of you regret? <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you Kate Blanchett? And by the way, I just farted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i like those two things i haven't been mistaken for anybody but people have said i looked like somebody but i've never been mistaken for anybody uh and no the regret part nobody has ever done something because i thought i was something else somebody else that they regret what about you have you been in this odd and very specific situation
1: yeah i feel like i have been mistaken for somebody <laughs> like i've walked red carpets and stuff yeah borderline against my will for my job i had to i had to do it a few times and teenage girls thought i must be someone now who that someone is i don't think they even knew
0: yeah i don't think they even cared they just thought like, you're famous
1: yes so in that way which is very humiliating for me no full well knowing i'm a nobody <laughs> but i even went over to one of them and signed like they had these much music paddles yeah and i signed one <laughs>
0: Did you feel like a fraud?
1: Well, I was doing it in kind of a funny way. So I felt like, oh, this is for comedy and I know I'm being a goof. And I was kind of like being obvious that I wasn't famous.
0: That's funny. That's funny, yeah.
1: Okay, next question. If you could instantly speak any second or third language as fluently as your first, what would that language be and why?
0: Spanish, because there are so many Spanish speakers and a lot of places that I like to travel are Spanish-speaking nations. So I'd say that... Or I'd say Japanese so that once and for all I could stick it to my sensei and say, see, sensei Fukui, I know how to speak Japanese. This is what you get for giving me a bad mark. What about you saying? What would be your language?
1: Italian, maybe? Just because I'm watching the Stanley Tucci thing, and I feel like if I was walking around Italy, it'd be cool. And I remember once I, uh, I, met, a, I met a young lady at a bar, and we went back to, uh, what, I can't say that? No, you can. We went back to my place, and my mom has this, like, Living room that is very untouched, and like it's one of those couches you can't sit on, and it's this special room, and we were kissing on the couch, and she's like, for some reason she assumed I was Italian, (laughs) and she's like, oh look at this room, I was like, yeah, no one's allowed in here, and she's like, you're so Italian, (laughs) she just she just loved it. I guess that's an Italian thing, and a lot of times in my life people have assumed I'm Italian. And some people like that.
0: Well, I And thought, I, hate,
1: I hate telling them I'm just... Not just, but I hate telling them I'm Scottish and English because to me that feels very boring.
0: I was a little disappointed.
1: Whereas Italian seems like, oh, he's got a little rigatoni, you know?
0: Yeah, I would love for you to have a, a big rigatoni, but that's... Alex. No, we're just talking about rigatoni, babe. Okay. Chill out. So, uh, These
1: rigatoni conversations <laughs> come up too much, especially uh, on the microphone.
0: <laughs> Anyhow, I thought that possibly you were Italian. I thought maybe you could be Spanish. I thought maybe you could be a little Greek because because something just doesn't fit for me. Like you and your sister, especially, and your aunt you you all have such a dark skin tone. My it dad just, is dark skin. Yeah, it, but and it doesn't make sense to be just. Germanic. What? <laughs>
1: dramatic.
0: Germanic.
1: What's Germanic? Like
0: German stuff and like Scottish. Well, like oh, your mom said it's German. I've never
1: like, heard of that. Germanic? Germanic. Oh.
0: Yeah. Anyway, wow.
1: babe. <laughs> so if a German guy's getting really excited,
0: <laughs> you're Germanic. being
1: Germanic. <laughs> Based on what you know about me, what do you think would make my life easier or more fun?
0: Okay. I think what would make life easier is having an assistant. To keep us on track, right? Like, if we can choose things like that not just items. What do you think for me?
1: Living nannies.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Which is even a cook or something.
1: Yeah, the nannies who cook. Yeah, so the nannies, they look after the children all the time. All you have to do is the fun stuff. Then when the kids are in bed or napping, they're cooking for us. (laughs) And all we do is the best stuff with the kids. None of the BS.
0: What's the BS?
1: I don't know. Anytime, like we play with the children, but if they have a tantrum, we just leave the room and a nanny comes in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So they don't learn any of their uh, important social skills, problem solving skills from us. We have to entrust a nanny with that?
1: They do. Because here's the thing. These nannies look exactly like us.
0: (laughs) So now we're like a weird sci-fi movie.
1: We just work really hard to find doppelgangers. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Date Night. Give us five stars. I hope you enjoyed it. Alex, any signing off things to say?
0: No, give us five stars. I agree with Shane. And Shane, it's been a weird one, but it's been a blast, like always.